Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast. So for this series, we're gonna be focusing on movies um, that were under the genre of thriller and horror and just giving my personal review on them. So for this first episode, we're going to be covering the 2021 Candyman. Um, it is technically a sequel to the original Candyman that came out in 1992. And this movie was produced by Jordan Peele who had movies like Get Out and Us that were like really, really big within this genre. And it is being directed by an up and coming director, Nia DaCosta. So definitely a lot to unravel within this. Um, so let's just get into it. So basically I was really excited and had like a lot of anticipation for this movie especially because it was supposed to be out before COVID had happened. And then once COVID happened, it delayed it. So I've been waiting for it to come out. Um, after watching it, I kind of have mixed feelings about the movie, which I'm not too, too happy about, but I'm basically excited to talk about it. So basically the whole theme of the first movie and this movie is similar it's all about the gentrification of the projects especially especially this um certain area called cabrini green which is actually a real life project in chicago so in the original movie it is kind of set with our main character being a white woman who is a graduate student who is doing her thesis on cabrini green projects and gentrification and all that type of stuff and in this movie, it's a little bit different. The projects at this point have already been gentrified. It's already kind of been changed to these nice apartments that are being owned by different people, most of them being majority white people and um, like non-people of color. And basically that's like the main theme of the movie which I understand that was like, I definitely understood that was gonna be the theme, but at the same time, I didn't fully appreciate that it was kind of like in your face, um, just based off of other Jordan Peele movies, even though I know this isn't directly his movie that he directed, but I kind of like how in other movies, like he's very subtle with like things that are going on in the background with themes, like it's kind of not, like, not as thrown in your face, but in this movie, there are like scenes where they are just openly talking about gentrification all throughout the movie. But I mean, I guess like if you're going to be set in that time and like within this time of gentrification and that's like what the movie is about, I can understand like the talking about it so much, but it's just very kind of like obvious, like black and white, like, okay, gentrification, da da da. Like we don't need it all throughout the movie, but that's kind of what happened. So... I didn't fully appreciate that. I kind of like, um, don't really like being spoon fed something unless like I feel like it's super needed. Um, so our main character in the in the new one is a struggling artist and he moves in to the new Cabrini Green area with his girlfriend who is partly an owner of a studio. And basically that's when all this stuff kind of happens. Um, there is an up-and-coming show that's going on and he is struggling to get his work in the show and basically he needs some type of kind of like an inspiration a muse 
And with them just moving into this area, um, he kind of starts hearing some different things about everything. And this kind of tell tall tale of Candyman comes up. And, you know, he's kind of like interested, like, okay, like, you know, something, something different. And so he makes this art exhibit and the exhibit is basically like inviting him to say Candyman and repeatedly say it in the mirror so then he will appear. And whenever this happens, like no one really appreciates it as much. Like whenever they go to the exhibit to see this um, piece, no one really like gets it, no one really cares. It's like, okay, this is just kind of like, like just something to be scary or creepy. Like it's not really anything like amazing or like artistic. And within this, that's when deaths start to happen. People start to say it. And, you know, basically the regular story of Candyman, how it goes. But instead of this movie kind of being like, oh my gosh, is Candyman real? Or is it like in the first movie, like the main character, Helen, like you were trying to see, was it her killing the people? Was it actually Candyman? Was she imagining him? In this one, there's like no like really secret of that, which I think that's what made the first one good. This is kind of like, okay, Candyman is like a real entity. He is his own thing and boom, that's it. You don't really wonder if it's the main character that's like going crazy because he's really not like per se, but yeah. And so Candyman, the one thing I did kind of appreciate the idea that they took within this movie, which they did in the first movie, but I think they um, expanded on the idea is that Candyman isn't just one person but he's several entities of different um black men over time that have had just terrible things happen to them for example the main person that is Candyman is based off of is someone of a artist back in the times of slavery so he fell in love with the slave owner's daughter and you know they found out she got pregnant and the town ended up torturing him and doing all this evil stuff to him and just basically like lynching and stuff that actually happened within history with black men. And that's basically what kind of Candyman is representing those black men. And in this one, it is like different a little bit because instead of actually Candyman killing like more of like the people that actually are like from Cabini Green and the people of color. And this one, he actually kills more of the non-people of color. And which is, that's an interesting concept too. That's that I, not gonna say that I like that it changed, but it kind of like, it makes more sense than him kind of like trying to attack his own people that didn't necessarily do anything to him. But so the pacing in this new movie is really slow and it kind of drags until right in the end when our main character is kind of becoming Candyman himself and it was kind of like a weird jump because it felt like a part of the movie was missing like yes all these deaths were happening around town but at the same time it's like he was obviously always there at these occurrences but it seemed like no one was suspicious of him and like it's just all these other like random things happen and no one's really like super interested in what's going on and then all of a sudden boom he's Candyman and it's like, okay, where did this come from? So it kind of lost me at that point. And that's when it kind of just went all over the place. And it wasn't until like probably the last 10 or 15 minutes of the movie that actually kind of gave me like some 
remembrance of the real Candyman and like all like the creepiness that you originally liked from it, which they did actually let the original actor reprise his role as Candyman at a point. And I really enjoyed that as well. But but yeah, it kind of fell flat. It didn't really give me any deeper meaning. So like I said, basically like the first um, like entire part of the movie is really slow. And it really isn't until part of the last 15 minutes that it like really paces up and all the stuff happens. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like it's like that little last part was honestly like the best part of the movie or like I kind of wish they spent a little more time on everything and it could have been more just like even more in depth or it could have had like just this it's just a slasher movie like it could have that concept but it was like it was trying to be two different things it was trying to go for like it seemed like it was in a constant battle to go from like slasher creepy to like a deep like movie and it just wasn't mixing well and it couldn't ultimately be one and it just wasn't it just wasn't going white right for them but other than that i probably give it um um honestly a six out of ten and i i feel bad because i really wanted to give it way higher i wanted to give it a ten i wanted to be blown away but it just didn't do it for me um i don't know about everybody else but i know some people might really like it and i've heard some people really do like it but I just, it just wasn't for me. And I'm like, I'm usually not a person that like kind of rips on a movie. I'm, I really like love movies and I can usually find the silver line within each movie, but this one just really wasn't doing it for me. So yeah, but definitely stay tuned to the next episode and see which movie we rate then. Bye. Thank you for watching.